At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. And you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host, Alexi Wasser. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let me just say on a side note of a side note, the intro song you just heard, in case you give a fuck and you're like, oh, my God, I really like that song. I want to go buy it on iTunes or whatever. The song you just heard is called Ecstasy by JJ from their album called JJ Number 2. Oh, my goodness, you guys, here we are again. Now, for those of you who have just stumbled upon Boy Crazy Radio and you're wondering, what the fuck is this nonsense? Who is this asshole? I can't stand the sound of this girl's voice. She's so fucking annoying already, and it's only 47 seconds into the show. Hey, well, calm the fuck down. Let me explain. Hey, no, no, I'm just kidding. Don't leave. Please come back. Okay, anyway, this is called Boy Crazy Radio, all right? And Boy Crazy Radio is basically my blog, which is called I'm boycrazy.com, come to life in radio form, giving us a chance, just you and me, to have a conversation and blow out over the phone. You and me, blowing out. Could you imagine anything more fun and amazing? So basically, this is so you and I can be person to person. You can call in, ask me a question about love or whatever, or whatever's going on in your life, and I will tell you whatever I think and whatever I know about whatever the fuck you're talking about, okay? So think of this as like the more emotional, female-driven love lines. Let's do it, you guys. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. Are you super bummed because you totally wanted to have sex with some guy that you barely know tonight, but then you just set your period? Are you hungover, bloated, cramping, sad, recently divorced, broken up with, or just lonely? Are you binge eating in the corner of your of, of your bedroom or even worse, in the middle of your room and only seconds from doing some home surgery slash picking at your face? Don't do it. No, I'm telling you, I've done it. You don't want to do that. Here's what you should do. Call me. That is what I'm here for, Okay. Listen, I just want to be the big sister that you never even knew that you wanted, okay? And maybe, maybe even the big sister that you jerk off to. Hello? 
love you. So listen, if you have a problem and you need advice about love, sex, relationships, your life journey, whatever, call me. The message board is open as well. I would love for you to fucking start talking shit or flirting uh, amongst each other uh, uh, on the message board. Wait, my chair is creaking. I can't do this with a creaky chair. Um, also, I have a Tempur-Pedic med, and I was so... Um, Whatever, I'm not going to get into details of my personal life. But I have a Tempur-Pedic bed, and the foundation of the bed was a little bit creaky. I've had it for four years. Okay, I've had a lot of sex in this bed. I've lived in a few different apartments. I've had lots of sex in this bed. Um, right now, my mom's probably like, la, 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 la. Because my mom's like the only person who listens to this thing. She's she's my number one fan. Anyway, mom, plug your ears still. Mommy. I call my mom mommy. Anyway. Uh, so now I have a creaky chair, and I had a creaky foundation of my Tempur-Pedic bed. But today, I got a new foundation. And so now my bed's not creaky anymore. So it would have been fun to have sex in my bed that's not creaky. I'm not saying I even have anyone to have sex with, even though I'm realizing. I don't know why it took me so long, but I'm realizing women have the power to have sex pretty much with anybody they want whenever. Pretty much, I think. Like, women have so much power, but we don't know it. Anyway, I'm all over the place right now, but I think this is good. I feel good about me being all over the place tonight. I was rushing around all day. I've got a creaky chair. I'm telling you about my, my uh, Tempur-Pedic creakiness, which is no longer creaky. Uh, I may or may not have been talking about myself earlier, uh, about having my period and wanting to have sex with somebody that I barely know tonight, but now I can't because I don't want to have period sex. I don't like period sex. Anyway, this is really neither here nor there. Um, I'm on a rant. This could be the best thing of our lives or the worst. I'm going to choose the best. Anyway, like I was saying, if you have a problem, need advice about love, sex, relationships, your life's journey, whatever, call me. I might not be able to uh, speak clearly or have a logical thought that goes from A to B to C to D, but that's just my, my problem with me. I can see your stuff very clearly, I promise. Let's test it out when you call in. And listen, if you're just in dire need of a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast, because technically this is a podcast, it's not really a radio show, it's a podcast, but can I please just call it a radio show? It sounds so much cooler and more important. Um, Yeah, all you have to do to be a part of this bullshit Dial 646-378-0649 or call me toll-free at area code 877-569-3588. And you can also call me uh, via Skype or Gmail, which is exciting. So if you have like a Gmail account or Skype, you, what you do is you give them, you know, you, you start an account with those two and you give them money, blah, 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 whatever. You you. Just figure it out. Just you can call me via Skype or Google. I have faith in you. Anyway, I'm going to get to the phone lines because the phone lines are lighting up. It's very exciting. I feel like I'm going to be prank called by people I know. And let me just say, last week I had the wonderful Mike Block, who is the guitarist of Here We Go Magic. Uh, he was my co-host, and it was fucking epic. I I had no idea how epic it was going to be. I feel like it was such a successful show. I mean, I don't even know how I'm going to do this tonight without Mike Block. I really feel like he, he was very slow. Not slow, but, I mean, he, he moved more slowly than I, than I do. He took his time. And, you know, that was very nice. 
compared to like, you know, the juxtaposition, it's a big word. I don't even know why I feel like I'm able to use such a big word. But the juxtaposition of his moving more slowly and my frenetic, frantic, crazy pace that I move at on a daily basis, which uh, is probably detrimental to my health, I feel like it was a wonderful balance. And I really miss him. And I kind of, I love him. I have a little bit of love for him. I have a lot, a bit of love for him. Anyway, I'm going to tell you about other things that I'm thinking and feeling in my heart and my soul and other experiences that I've had this week because I've collected lots of experiences. Am I sounding a little nasally? Maybe because I collected so many experiences that I got some kind of uh, bacteria in my nose. That's a joke, but it could be true. That's so gross. I'm going to take a phone call. It's about you guys. All right, I'm taking a phone call. Enough about me. Let's start it out right with a New York, a New York cell phone number. Area code 917? Hello. I feel like I'm already being prank called. Who is this? Do I know you? We've spoken. My name is Wolf. Oh, my God. It's Wolf, everybody. Wolf called in two weeks ago. Wolf, how old are you again? I'm 32. You're 32, and you're calling from New York? Yeah. I just turned 32. It was my birthday last Tuesday. Happy birthday, Wolf. Oh, my God. Okay, tell me everything. What's going on? Well, first of all, I'd love to say how I love how frantic your thought pattern is. It's great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry if I sound a little nasally. I got sick today. I've been working all day. And uh, from exhaustion and travel, I got sick. Oh, my goodness. Maybe you, maybe you gave me my nasally problem. Not that we've ever met or anything between us has ever happened. <laughs> no, I don't think – I think if I if I would have met you, I would have – I'd remember. I would know. Okay. Yeah. So what, what what can I help you with tonight, Wolf? Well, I wanted to talk. I feel like not enough people talk about this, and, and I'd like to maybe open up a discussion if possible. Um, the first kiss, the awkwardness of the first kiss. I don't think women really understand how difficult the first dates are for men. Um, there is that moment Yeah. Did you? Did I lose you? Oh my God! I cannot believe this. Wolf is gone. I doubt he hung up on me because I, I, I don't think he would do that to me. Oh my goodness. This is ridiculous. Wolf, Wolf, we miss you. Um. Okay, so it's awkward for a man to go in for the first kiss. That sounds. That sounds true. Wolf, call back. Uh. Uh-oh. Is this him? Yes, here he is. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I what? lost you. What happened? Cell phones. AT&T sucks. <laughs> Good thing they're not a sponsor. Okay, so wait. So you're talking about the first kiss, and you're trying to communicate. You're trying to explain how awkward it can be for guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, usually it's kind of, I mean, society deems it necessary that the guy make the first move on the first kiss. And every single guy goes through this moment where his brain starts to race on when should I make the move. And it kind of clouds judgment and it fucks everything up. I personally have a theory of if you tell yourself you will not kiss a girl on the first date, you can be yourself and you can relax and just know that, like, it's not even an issue. Because I find that, at least for myself, I get a little mm, awkward, uh, nervous, and, you know, 
it just doesn't really allow me to be me. And um, so I've employed this theory of, in my mind, to tell myself, hey, no kiss, just go out there, have fun, be yourself. And um, and it pretty much works, except for in certain situations, um, it comes up where you are faced with this dilemma of you kind of are in the position where the girl is expecting you to kiss her. And then the creeping of the thought pattern comes in and you get fucking, you get stuck. Or at least I do. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there are a lot of guys out there who are pros who have no problem moving in and making the first kiss. But anyway, I've had some pretty epically tragic experiences, which I also talk up to great experiences because they are fucking hilarious. And um, I recently was out on a date, and um, I had met this girl, and she had bags with her. Don't ask me why she brought them on the date, but she had these large bags of and she says, can I put them in your car? And I say, sure. And, you know, we go out, we have coffee, we have tea, we have this great night, lots of laughter, um, and then at the end of the night, I drive her home, and all of her stuff is in my car. So, of course, I have to be a gentleman and offer to take them up her stairs to her apartment to help her. And um, and I realized that I've jacked myself into a situation where I'm going to be standing at the girl's door, kind of in the traditional, can I walk you to your door for the first kiss moment, which I usually mm-hmm. try to avoid like the plague. My Why? Why? Um, just because it makes me nervous. I don't like to be <laughs> I don't know, because I'm kind okay. of a geek in that way. I'm such an idiot. I don't know. But anyway, so there we are. I'm standing in the threshold of her door. Uh, she invites me in, um, the chatting. And that mo- I, I wasn't thinking about the kiss, but all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is really awkward. Um, and I paused, and I only way I know how to deflate the situation is to air it out. And I say, God, this is really awkward. This is totally the moment where I'm supposed to kiss you. And then I could see her entire energy change and she got nervous. And then, of course, I shared with her the whole thing about the first kiss being so nerve-wracking for the guy and she's got to do it and blah, blah, blah. Oh, Oh, my God, it was so embarrassing. I embarrassed the shit out of myself. It was hilarious. But, like, that's uh, me. I enjoy my own anxiety in a very unusual way. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so what is your question? Are you just like bringing this up so other people can think about it and they can discuss it, or like what do you want to know? I don't, I don't really know. I just wanted to oh. talk about the awkward first kiss. But check it out. I wanted to talk about like the different types of awkward first kiss, like the one where you go in open mouth and then the girl stays closed mouth, like that's awkward. Or you miss entirely, you move in and she gives you the cheek. Or you go for a hug, but then she turns to kind of kiss and you're like, uh, uh, uh. Or you miss and you kiss her nose, like shit like that. It's fucking ridiculous. I love it. Anxiety on days. But you're thinking so much and it's so funny because, like, I always say that I think so much, but when it all comes to that, like, well, here, okay, yeah, you're thinking so much. And if it does go, if it does get fucked up, wait, first of all, all you have to worry about is if you even want to kiss this person because chances are you could have had a night with this person and having tea with them or hanging out or whatever the fuck you're doing and then realize 
whoa, I'm not even attracted to this person. I really totally. don't even want to keep them, you know? Many right? Times. Agreed. That happens all okay. the time. Yeah, so then there, there's that. And then also, I think to talk about it, I mean, I definitely do that, and I'm, I'm definitely like the blind leading the blind here, but like for the guy to bring it up, the girl can pretty much get away with anything because she's got the vagina and she's going to decide who gets in there. So that's whatever. So the girl can fuck things up and whatever. A guy, you bringing shit up, like, oh my God, this is so weird, is kind of, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. If you're with the right girl, everything's right. It doesn't matter. Then all these, like, little details don't even matter. If it works, it just works and it fits and it's it's not about every fucking little, tiny little detail that isn't perfect because there's no such thing as perfect. But... If something weird happens and you kiss your nose or there's some weird turn, you just fucking laugh it off. Look, no, you just look at her and, and you go, you look at her, you make eye contact, and then you just go to kiss her. Or you say, I mean, I've been in situations where, where uh, here, like, I've experienced a bunch of, experienced like a bunch of wonderful first kisses. And I'm just going to name two of them. I'm not going to name every single perfect first kiss because there'd be too many. But two of them that I can remember is one, oh, here's one. Um, I was uh, making out with a guy. Oh, we'd already kissed. Fuck. Oh, no. It was, like, really late. I'm in my car. I really love car makeouts because I like to keep a makeout in the car because I feel like I'm very sexual. I protect myself from having sex because I have sex too easily sometimes, and I don't trust myself. So I like to keep makeouts in a car because then it's, like, PG-13 in, like, high school. Anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. But, Okay. It was late at night. I'm in my car. I'm in my car with a guy, and um, and he touches my bangs, and he like strokes my bangs, and he strokes them in such a lovely, beautiful, slow, confident, loving way that I close my eyes because it feels so nice. And while my eyes were closed, he kissed me, and it was so perfect because I didn't expect it, and and he led the whole thing, you know. Um, yeah, then, that sounds pretty pro. Pretty pro. Hopefully every girl you ever meet has bangs. Whatever. Um, okay, so then another really lovely makeout. And by the way, I'm not listing all the great makeouts I've ever had or first kisses. Just this next next one, because I can remember it. Is this the different tactics? I met up with a guy in New York, and I went to his loft. I don't know why I'm fucking saying it. Oh, not his loft. I went to his workspace in New York. And we're sitting there, and we're talking. And our friend, my friend set us up, and we're sitting there in front of each other talking nonsense, bullshit. I wasn't even sure if it was a date. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. We're just talking midday. It's like fucking 1230 in the afternoon. Just, we don't know each other. We've been set up on a blind hangout sesh. Okay, that's it. We're chatting. All of a sudden, mid-conversation, he goes, you have such beautiful lips. I really want to kiss you. And then I went, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, and and it was just, like, so straightforward. He knew exactly what he wanted to do, and he just, like, owned it. And there was no, like, I don't know. So there you go. So those are two tactics. Now we're just talking about it. How do you feel? Well, I, I like that you brought that up. I've used the the asking tactic. Um, it could work. It could also not work. But either way, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like asking to kiss someone can work. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's just weird. Only adds to the weirdness. Do you have a big private? Uh, do I have a big? I don't know. I've never. Do you? Uh, you, you no. Do you think? Do you think that you have a big private? Uh, I think I have a normal size for my proportion private. I guess. 
All right. First of all, I'm just going to jump in and say, after talking to you last time, talking to you now, uh, I feel like you're not giving yourself enough credit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, getting vibes, I'm, I'm getting the vibe you have, you have, you have a, a wonderful and a big private. Okay, so you just need to like just always think that way. Think all every girl that you talk to. Why, why would there even be nerves or anything when you're when she's so lucky that you might be inside of her later? Because you're walking around with a big dick and you're not even taking ownership of that. Is that what it all comes down to? I think so. Huh? Wow. That's interesting. I get the vibe from you that that this is what you're dealing with, and that you're not you're not owning it. I don't know why I get that vibe. So that it's confidence. You're thinking I'm lacking in confidence. No, you're pretty confident. I don't know. I don't know. This is getting difficult. Keeping this up is difficult for me right now. <laughs> I don't what know. What do you look like? You sound very attractive. I'm hanging up on you because I'm going to take other calls, and then we can talk about their first kisses. I would love to hear about everybody else's first kisses. Yeah, but also I feel like, just to, like, tie this up with a bow, if it's meant to be, I mean, oh, my God, there are people outside singing. Can you hear this? No. <laughs> you can't. They're, this is are ridiculous. people, like, caroling at your, at your window? Are they caroling? People are, they're caroling out my window. The point is, However you get to the first kiss, if it's a good kiss, that's great. And if it's, and if if it's it gets a bad up, kiss, go back. If it's a bad kiss, go back again and try again. No, just just whatever it takes you to get there, it's all good. And if it's awkward at the beginning, and if if you ask to kiss the girl and she's like, oh, "That's weird," like, "Why did you ask me?" Like, "Oh my god, now I'm in my head. This is so weird." Then she's a fucking bonehead. It's not meant to be. She doesn't get your sensibility. She doesn't get like how adorable you are and that you're that you're awkward and you overthink and maybe you're just playing a character and it's not really you and you're just like, whatever. Like when it's right and all the stuff is aligned and it's right. It's right, and it's like you don't even need to think this much because it's not really necessary. That's the fucking truth. I'm I'm hanging up on you. Okay, thank you so much, Alexi. Thanks, Will. Bye. Oh my God, I'm taking 38 minutes remaining of the show. How long have I been on with Wolf for a long time? But at least we talked about first kisses, and I think that's an important thing to discuss. Area code 704. Hey. Hello, who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling um, from? Tell me this thing. I'm Jeanette, and I'm calling from Charlotte. I'm 24 years old. And um, oh, you've, called, you've called me before. I have called in a few times. Okay, I'm and it's a weird you girl being shy and stuff. Oh, well, tell me. I guess that's the theme of the night, being shy and awkward and nervous. And don't worry, you've come to the right place. Okay, oh, what okay. is going on well, here? This is actually about something else, Alexi. Um, I met this guy, it was about, it's actually a month ago today, the 15th, and uh, he is from Germany. Um, he's in Charlotte for an internship, and he's going to be leaving pretty soon. And, um, you know, I, I tend to do things backwards, um, have sex first and then hold hands, for example. Oh, you, sound, or, you, you sound like me. For me... Holding hands is one of the most personal things in the entire world. I can't, I can't spend the night at a guy's house. It's just, like, too much. I, I, I'm way too scared to do that. But go on. Yes, sorry. Yes. 
Oh, no, it's cool. It's cool. So um, yesterday we finally started holding hands, which was so freaking precious. Um, but the thing is, like, I, I don't know how he feels. I want to, like, tell him that I'm in love with him, but I don't even know if I really am, even if I should tell him or because I know guys don't like talks like that. Like, Listen, how long have you known him for? For a month. Oh my God! You've known him for a month, and uh, and when did he go back to Germany? Uh, he's going back probably in about a month, actually. But he's going to be going um, to make a road trip over to the West Coast. So he's going to be pretty much gone for the next few weeks. He'll be back. Um, okay, I don't, I don't need every detail. I, I don't need. I don't need every detail of his itinerary. I just want to know. You've known him for a month. He goes back home in about a month, but he's going to like leave prior to go on a road trip, right? So you're right. not going to see very much more. So, like, you like you have, like, three more days with him? No, he's leaving tomorrow, actually. Oh, but I'm gosh. hoping he's going to, like, change his mind and be like, hey, you want to meet up still? Because last night he told me, hey, I have some bad news. This is probably going to be the last time I'm going to see you before I leave. Um, wow. But he did tell me he would come back, though, one day in July, and I'd see him then. Oh, my goodness. Now. And you think you love him? Oh my God, this is really difficult. It's well, hard and I don't know if like being in love is the same as like loving someone. I don't know. I know, but that's what we're going to discuss. And part of what I was going to say is it's a difficult situation for like difficult difficult thing for me to tell you because there's part of me that thinks, oh my God, he you know you could you might never see him again. You could die tomorrow. He could die tomorrow. Uh, I wouldn't the world be a better place if everybody could just say I love you because you know. There's nothing wrong with, like, having love for him or, or falling in love with him very quickly and thinking he's super great and loving how you feel when you're around him. These are all real things. And when you're so young, you feel all these things. And who knows, maybe he is feeling these things. And and he's leaving, so you want to say it just so he knows, just in case you never see him again. Or maybe you want to say it because you want him to know so it can help sway his decision-making process and maybe he'll come back or maybe he'll stay or something. But... So what are you really asking me about? What are you about whether or not you should say I love you? Well, whether I should like even let him know and like tell him uh whether I should tell him in person? Can I text him to do so? I don't know. Oh, text him to do what? I mean, did he already say to him what? Tell him that I'm in love with him. I guess. Okay, but you already saw him and he said this is probably going to be the last time you see me. Well, except for today in July, then. Okay, I'm talking about now. You, you've seen him prior to right now while you're on the phone with me, and he already said this is going to be the last time you see me before he leaves, right? Yeah. So did you guys kiss or have sex? Did he seem sad? Um, we've, I mean, we've done all that already. Um, I know, but when you last saw him, when you last saw him, what was the encounter? What was the exchange? Oh, oh, the date last night? I mean, it was fine we just had fun we hung out watched a movie we did you know have sex and stuff that's what i'm asking i just want to know how you felt what was his vibe what was his energy what was oh, the general okay um, like where did you leave it well i i don't really know how he feels about, i mean he seemed just cool liking me um but he Wait. never but he never said, but I know exactly the predicament you're in. I had this, I mean, I, I, I don't know exactly the predicament that you're in, but I've experienced a similar situation where I had a big crush on a guy 
he was coming through town. He was in a band. We spent about we only spent like ten days together. I had a huge crush on him, and then we had to say goodbye because he had to go on tour, and uh, and I wouldn't see him for like months and months and months. And that's he's you know I, and I was so so bummed because I looked at him when he said goodbye to me, and he just seemed so content to say goodbye. He didn't. I couldn't read him at all. I couldn't tell. I tried to look at his face and wonder, is there any chance? Like he really likes me because he loves me, and and that was a while ago. And I rarely talk to him, and he'll be back in LA at some point. But it's kind of like, meh, like I don't know. For me, I need a man to be passionate. For me, I need to know. I need a man to uh, to declare how he feels. And I and I wonder if like all men do that, or if it's a lot, or like if I have to be understanding because some men are just like more quiet about their feelings, but. Uh, I don't know. It's like women read into guys so much. I'm like ranting right now. I'm on a rant. But uh, I don't know. I don't want you to text him, I love you. Don't do it. It's just like putting yourself out there too much. Like let the man do something, you know. Like women just are doing everything lately, and it's great, but it's like we're like becoming men. And and sometimes you just have to like wait, and you have to see what the man does. And just like that guy called a second ago, Wolf, and how there's so much pressure on men to make the first kiss, to kiss the girl first. Well, that's kind of a great thing because that's part of the wonderful thing about being a woman is sometimes you just got to, like, sit back and be a woman and let the guy kiss you and let the guy say he loves you first. And just and part of the excitement of falling in love is all the anticipation. And uh, it's kind of cool just to sit back and see what the guy does. So let him surprise you. And uh, don't text him I love you. I feel like you shouldn't. You can Okay. You can you can call him and say goodbye and say I'll miss you and I really like you. Don't fucking text him that. Okay? And don't text him I love you for for, for damn sure. You know what I mean? Like it's a uh, time will tell. And if you see him again, let his actions dictate what your relationship will be because I really do think that men like to feel like men and they like to be made feel like men and they like to like so just experiment with that. Wouldn't you like him to pursue you a little bit? Um, I, I mean, I do, but I think maybe because of the distance, he wouldn't want to. Um, so that's the but thing. I just, no, no. I mean, but you can't. He either wants to or he doesn't want to, and the distance doesn't matter. And if he's using distance as, as an excuse, then it, it wasn't as, as passionate as, as I think it should be. I mean, I mean, I'm a big believer in passion, and, like, you know, I met a guy in Chicago. I mean, listen. I love romance. I am boy crazy. I've had lots of beautiful rendezvous and lots of romantic antics in my life. And I don't just, like, make out and fuck dudes. I actually have these crazy, elaborate, intense, romantic adventures with with men, or I have in in the years I've been alive on this planet. And if a guy lives far away and he's crazy about you, he'll make it known. And he'll email you amazing emails and he'll keep it going because he won't be able to stop thinking about you. Or he'll visit you more, and he'll make it a point to come to see you. Like it's happened for me, it's happened for my girlfriends, and uh, so only time will tell and, and see what he does. You know, let okay. let him work for your let him work for your love. But you can definitely call him, to, you know, tonight or tomorrow, and be like, I had such a great time with you. I'm so glad we met. It really was special for me. You know, that way you can be a friendly, loving person, but you don't have to fucking just, you know, be like, tell me what's going on with us. You know what I mean? All right. So just sit back. You really don't have to do anything. Time will tell, and you'll you'll see. Let him let him do something for you. You are a woman, okay? Okay. All right. Just yeah. breathe. You're good. Take a bath. I will. I really appreciate it, Alexi. Thank you so much. 
You're welcome. Keep me posted on what happens with him, and, and you're fine. You're not alone. I'm here. All the Boy Crazy listeners are calling in. Maybe they have comments. I'll talk to you later, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Area code 708. Hello? Hello. Who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's your deal? Uh, it's crazy. I couldn't believe I got on. My name is Norman. I'm, I'm 24. I'm from Chicago. What is up? Okay, well, I need some advice. Um, I'm 24. Um, I've been in a relationship with this girl for seven years. And uh-huh. um, we've had, like, you know, we've had our normal problems that, you know, average relationships have. But, like, maybe about a year ago, I had found out that she tried to cheat on me. And, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. and, uh, Luckily, I mean, we we kind of worked we worked through it, but then like earlier this year around October, she got to this point in our relationship where she would almost like check out, you know what I mean, and like start distancing herself from me. And um, at first, I thought maybe it was because you know she was depressed or she was having some sort of emotional problems, but then like she ends up going to a Drake concert. And then, like, I had I happened to look on Facebook, and uh, a girl had a, a Halloween party, and my girlfriend is in, she's not in pictures of this girl. Like, you know how people, they'll have a party, and then they'll post a picture. She's not per se in the picture, but she's in the background. So, you know, that happened, and then we, and then, like, things got back to normal again. And then as of recently, I just graduated from college. And before that, you know, she was, like, distancing herself from me again. And, like, she go through, she goes through, like, these weird phases where, like, she'll become really distant. And then she'll try and come back. And, like, while she's like that, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to ask her, you know, what's wrong, what's going on. And in the meantime, what will happen is, like, she'll start pushing me farther and farther and farther away. Oh, and, no. like like as of like as of recently she um it got to a point where like we wouldn't we wouldn't like and this was like a two and three month stretch where like we wouldn't we'd talk but it'd be through text we wouldn't really go anywhere we wouldn't make love we wouldn't do anything and so like like not too long ago i sent her this poem i found online it was like girls are like apples and you know guys only pick the apples at the bottom because they don't want to climb to the top of the tree and fall off and get hurt and so I thought of her and so I sent her this poem I found online she completely ignores it for like two days and then I ask her about it I'm like hey you know did you get my poem that I sent you I mean I didn't write it but I thought of you when I read it you know and then like she completely blows it off and she's like oh I was asleep I was working I was working, and then it's like, you know, and then all the while, you know, she, it's like, you can't answer my text messages or, like, my phone calls, but, like, you can plan a trip and you can go off to Vegas and do all this other stuff. So now it's like, after I've graduated from school, I'm getting ready to go back to school again. And now she's starting to try and, like, show me all of this attention that she wasn't showing, you know, prior. And I don't know if... Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm. I, I wanted to hear everything, and and I want. I was wanting to listen to everything, but I just want to know, like, what is your, what are you asking me? I'm. I'm. I don't. I don't know what I should do because see, the thing is, like, 
when she cuts herself off from the relationship, the more and the more and the more that she does it, I get used to being alone. And now I'm at a point where it's almost like, have you ever went somewhere and left something at home, and then you're like, oh, fuck it, I'm so far away, why even go back and get it? Sometimes that's how I feel with, like, our relationship, where, like, she keeps distancing herself from me, and now yeah. she's, she's trying to come back and, like, trying to, you know, go on dates and talk to me, and it's just like, you know, you were blowing me off two and three weeks ago, and, and, and now it's just so awkward to even talk to you. And so I don't know... I don't know what to do. I feel like I I don't know what she's up to. None of this sounds good, and it actually makes me really sad. And it, I don't know, just listening to your voice, you sound really loving and, and like this, you know, you you have a lot of love for her, and you don't want this to be the end of your relationship, but you kind of know that, like, I mean, you're 24 years old. You've been together for seven years. I'm sure that both of you are changing. She's going through some kind of identity crisis where she wants to, you know, be her own person, but she loves you, and I'm sure you guys both love each other, but love fades, people change, people grow up, and they grow apart, and people want to establish their identity, and, and it's hard to grow together, especially at such a young age. So, And she's probably too much of a pussy to say what she really feels because she loves you and she's too scared and she doesn't want to hurt your feelings, but then she's doing all this other shit that is indirectly slash directly hurting hurting your feelings. You know, she's trying to avoid you, and now she's being confusing because then she's in love. Listen, I've done all this shit to men before. I've ex- Well, I've done this shit to men before. I think I've experienced some of it. Um, I think you guys just need to break up. That's how I feel. I feel like seven years, 20, you're 24 years old. You sound so loving and beautiful and just like you calling me tonight just reminded me that men have feelings, like, I needed you to call to like hear this because you're you just sound like such a beautiful man and you want to understand what's going on in your relationship and you know maybe you guys should just sit down have dinner together just be face to face just I mean I don't know what you want to say but if I were you I would say let's stop ignoring what's going on between us because we're obviously growing apart you know I don't feel like I'm being respected or in the kind of relationship that I want to be in and this isn't how we used to be, and I don't know how this happened, but but I uh, I understand that we're we're growing apart, and we've grown apart, and I love you, and I wish you well, and and I hope we can be friends, but I don't think this is not a healthy relationship to be in anymore, and and uh, you know you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And it, and it's seven years. I totally I was in a five year relationship. I know. I mean, God, seven years. That's a long time, and then, like, the idea of, like, actually saying the words and and breaking up and knowing that you're not talking because you're not together anymore, and now that both, now both of you will, then both of you will have, like, the, you'll be allowed to date other people or have sex with other people or make out with other people. God, the idea of that, like, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult, and your ego is going to be involved, and you're going to be hurt, and you're going to, you're going to want to fix it and want to get this let it be. You guys have. You guys had your time together. Hopefully, you learned a lot. You do have love for one another, but you know, love fades and it changes and and it ends and it sucks and it's so fucking painful. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you have to go through this. But I really feel like this is up to you right now to like break up with your girlfriend and just yeah, walk away from this. Kinda, you know. Yeah. Right now, we're kind of like 
we're just kind of like stagnant, like nothing is confirmed right now. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that point where it's like, you know, nothing, you know, are we together? Are we not together? Well, you know, we're not talking, we're not hanging out, but you know what I mean? And it's like, I know. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know. And you know what, though? I have to believe me. Um. I'll just, I'm just going to get personal with you about my own life because I'm using my own life to to uh, relate to what you're telling me. But I was with a guy for five years. He broke up. It was brutal. Then he told me he fell in love with someone else, and he had a girlfriend. Very quickly after he broke up, he had a girlfriend. And I didn't want to be with him. Well, when he told me over the phone that he had a new girlfriend, and when I, I asked him, I go, okay, okay, you have a girlfriend, but did you tell her you love her? And he, there was a pause. And I was like, did you tell her you love her? And he went, yes, Alexi, I told her that I love her because I do love her. And even though I broke up with him, I don't want him to be in love with anybody else. And I went ballistic. Anyway, this was years ago. Now he's still with that girl. They have a baby together. And I went and visited the baby, and I met the girl, his girlfriend that he's going to get married to, and I met their little baby. And I looked around, and I looked at his life, and it's like, I'm so happy that that's not my life. I'm so glad I don't have a baby with him. I'm so glad I'm not his girlfriend. But I'm glad I knew him. And it's so cute he has his baby because he's not meant to be with me. He's meant to be with this girl that he's with. And, like, things happen for a reason, and it's okay. And you guys can probably be friends later, be friends later if you want to be. But as much as it hurts cutting her, like, it's like severing an arm. You know what I mean? Like, you're so used yeah. to being just... Just the idea of her, just knowing that you can call her your girlfriend and refer to her as your girlfriend, even if it's, it's dysfunctional and she's ignoring you and it's all fucked up and not romantic at all, it's hard. But I swear to God, years from now, you're freeing yourself up so you can, you're going to meet somebody else. You're going to take time for yourself to heal and recover and focus on your school and being the best Norman you can possibly be. And you're going to be so happy, I swear to God, and it's going to be therapeutic and epic. And then you're going to meet somebody that's so amazing for you, and you're going to go, fuck, thank God. Thank God my relationship ended because it was meant to be over. It's, it's happening for a reason. I swear to God, just keep thinking everything is exactly the way it needs to be, you know? This is the way it needs to be now, and you're learning, okay? Okay. And you can okay. always call me every week, and then you can always, uh, and then when you're single, you can submit a video of yourself, and we can put it on Boy Crazy, on imboycrazy.com, and then we can get you a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, sounds cool. <laughs> okay, and then right. and then you can and then when you're dating again, you can have all these weird, awkward first kiss experiences that the first caller called in about. I don't know if you heard him. Did you hear him? Yeah. Yeah, I heard him. I heard him. Yeah, yeah. you have so much forward to. And let me tell you, I'm single and it actually is the best fucking thing in the whole wide world. Being single is awesome. After you mourn, it's gonna be a blast, okay? All right. Thank you for your help. You're welcome. You're alive. You're breathing. It could be way worse. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace. Bye. What a sweetheart. Sometimes you need to take a long time on a call because people are experiencing real shit. Um, area code 973. Hello? Hello. Who's this? You sound adorable. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my name is Dina. I am 27 years old. Um, and I'm from New Jersey. I work in New York. So I finally decided, like, to embrace, you know, my youth while I have it. Mm-hmm. And I met this guy a couple weeks ago, met him on the sidewalk. <laughs> um, a week I later, hung out with him, hooked up with him, you know. So now the question is, like, 
what's next, you know? I don't really want a relationship. I don't want anything serious, but I'd like to call him again, hook up again. So what are your thoughts? Like, how do you make that happen? Okay, here's the deal. Even though I'm a forward-thinking modern woman who's, like, all about, like, making out and casual sex is fine, um, you know, being a powerhouse, having a career, taking over the world, all this stuff, uh, I don't know. As far as this is concerned, I prefer when I like to wait for the guy to text me. You know, like, even if I'm thinking about him nonstop, I like the guy to take the lead because it's just a sexier look because uh, it means you're not, it just means you're not desperate. Um, I just like it better. So, do we, let me figure this out. Did you get his number? Does he have your, does he have your phone number? Yeah. He stalked me. Okay. Okay. Um, so, wait, he stalked you? Yeah, like I was walking, and he okay. stalked me, and we talked, and... Okay, so he, you guys, you guys hooked up, and and now, and he has your number, and you haven't talked since you guys made out. That's right. And when did you guys last make out? Uh oh, like a week ago. Like a week ago, and he has not texted you. Yeah. You know what? Do yourself a favor. You have his phone number too. Yeah. Yeah, don't text him. I'm gonna be. I my best friend in the whole wide world is a dude. And uh, if if this guy's not texting you, there are a million other guys who will get, send you a follow-up text or, you know, God forbid, they'll call you. I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm sure they'll – okay, so, don't, yeah, that's my advice. Make it happen again, you're fine. You're fucking 27. You're great. You're young. You're hot. You're in your prime. You know who you are. It's not, you're, hopefully you're comfortable with your body. I'm sure there's going to be some other bonehead that comes along who at least sends you a follow-up text and – and uh, cause that's the funny thing, too, because it gets me really annoyed because there are a lot of guys that I think are adorable that I just want to have sex with, but they make it so difficult because all they have to do is fucking text me. Just, like, come on, every once in a while just text me and, and like, come over to my house so I don't have to, like, leave my house. So it's, like, delivery service or something. You know what I mean? But they don't even do that. But I'm sure... Because they're just so lazy or they're just not interested or they just don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even know how easy it could be for them. But they're such boneheads, they blow it. Like, they don't do anything. It's just so fucking annoying. And all my girlfriends are experiencing this. Like, that's why a little goes a long way for men. Like, men, are you listening? Just act like you care a little bit. And you could be having casual sex with girls who, you know, they don't even want to be your girlfriend. Do you hear that, guys? They don't even want to be your girlfriend. Just learn how to have sex. Text occasionally, show up at like 11:30. Don't sleep over. You don't even have to sleep over. But how about you kiss the girl on the nose and act like you like her for two seconds, and then go have sex with some other girl, okay? And then just and it's fine, but just be respectful, all right? So whatever. So anyway, back to you, okay? Isn't that all the men need to do? So it's all they need to do. It's not very hard. It's so not hard. I met this one guy. He had a huge private. I th- I couldn't stand talking to him. He was so dumb. He was really young, really dumb, huge private. All I wanted to do was have sex with him, and uh, and that didn't even happen. You know why? Maybe he didn't want to have sex with me. I'm sure he didn't. That's fine. But I also attribute it to him being a bonehead and just, like, there's so little. Men have to do so little. Not all girls want to be your girlfriend. Anyway, don't fucking text him. Next, you're on to the next, okay? You're on another planet. You're in Paris. You're having a blast. You're 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 building your own company. 
you don't even have time to think about this guy. What dude? Who, who is this? We don't even know who you're talking about. There's, you're on to the next thing, okay? Okay. Fuck that dick. Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a blast. All right. Well, there you go. You had a blast? I, mean, I have other people I could have a blast with, but, like, he's on my mind right now. But it's, like, text, no text. So I'm not going to text. I'll just wait for my other ones to text and hang out with them. Exactly, because here's the thing. you ha- It's just your ego. Like, he's on your mind because you can't believe he's not texting you because you're giving him all the power. And you have to realize that he's not taking, like, you get him out of your mind. You're actively handing over all of the power in the relationship. You know? Just how about you just shift it and, and, and pretend you're ignoring him, okay? Just, like, just giving him all the credit. Like, oh, he's not doing this, so it's like, what is it, like, you snooze, you lose, buddy. He's not texting you. You're on to the next thing. It's, he should be so lucky to, to fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got and, you. What would you say? I said, I got you. Good. And, and you know what? Just chalk it up to uh, he probably has herpes. Just assume he has herpes so you're, you're, you, you just won, okay? You didn't get herpes. Maybe okay. I mean, I hope maybe you already have her. I don't think you do. I don't think you already no, have her. No, no, I do not have the herpes. No, no, exactly. no. See, you just dodged the bullet. Okay, now let me know what happens. He'll probably text you when you least expect it, and then you'll be all excited. And there you go. We had a good chat, I feel like. How about you? Yes, we did. Thank you. You're welcome. Sleep tight. Um, I'm taking another call, area code 707. Hello? 707? Hey. Who's this? Can you hear me? Yeah, who's this? Oh, uh, my name's Thomas. Your name is Thomas? Is this a fake name? That's fine. No, it's, it's not a fake name. Uh, uh, how old are you? Where are you calling from? What's your problem? I'm 22 years old. I live in uh, Northern California, the North Bay. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, I just have a question about, uh, like, gaming confidence, because I sorely lack in that department. You know, when I see um, girls that are appealing to me, I like I have a hard time looking them in the eyes even. I just kind of freeze up. Okay, well, um, why do you think that happens? Are you asking me, or like, or you want to try to get, o- get over it? Um, well, I want to get better at it. I think that when I think about it, it feels like it relates back to a uh, like, I'm not very experienced sexually, and so no matter how nice I could be to a girl, I feel like at the end of the day, uh, like, if, if, you know, it got to that point, she might be just unhappy, or I'd, you know, I'd show how inexperienced I was, and I just kind of would have blown it anyway, so I'd, I'd oh, give up no. in the beginning. No, okay, so are you very sexually inexperienced? Yes, obviously, right? Yeah, I've had sex, like, a handful of times, and not in probably two and a half years now. Okay. Well, listen, here's the deal. You're 22. If I met you, are you, are you good looking? Um. Well, I'm, I feel like I'm not bad looking. I'm tall. Girls like that, right? Oh, you're tall. How tall are you? Um, like 6'5". Oh, my God. Okay, so you're Thomas. You've got a great name. You're 22. You're 6'5". So you're like this young, dewy, exciting young boy. Oh, my God. I bet, like, older women would want to date you. You've got to, like, meet some woman in her 30s who, like, deflowers you and, like, teaches you everything because she's probably, like, completely after, like, 
like some new nubile, like supple, beautiful boy. Because I meet so many young guys, or just guys who are like, yeah, when I was 19, I met this woman. She was 34. She was 32, and she taught me everything. And then they're like master lovers. So maybe you need like a 30 year old or a 29 year old or a 32 year old woman or something to like some yeah. hot babe just turn you out. But anyway, here's what. Okay, that's that's my first recommendation. Second recommendation right. is. Second recommendation is a girl is in her head thinking about herself, not you. She's assuming you are totally confident. So when you're quiet and you're in your head and you feel self-conscious, the girl is just thinking you're being quiet because you don't like her or um, you just – a girl assume, and I'm guilty of this as well, that men don't have feelings, that, you know, that they're being mean or that that they just don't like the girl. So – Girls are just waiting for you to approach them and be nice and just, like, act like you know what you're doing, even if you don't. And don't psych yourself out about, like, oh, when I get her into the bedroom or whatever, I won't, I'll, I'll let her down because she doesn't know what she's fucking doing either. If you're dealing with some other 22-year-old, she doesn't know what she's doing. Just kiss her. Just be nice. But there's a mix. Find the, There's a mix here, okay? Find the happy balance between being confident and following through, like looking a girl in the eye, saying hello, telling her what you want by saying, like, like, you know, if a girl writes to you on Facebook or if a girl is talking to you at a party and you say, yeah, you know, let me get your number. I'd love to call you or whatever. Call her back. Return her Facebook message. Um, oh, yeah, certainly. What, what if you don't have Facebook? Okay, whatever. Well, get a Facebook account or don't get a Facebook account. Just get a Facebook account. But that's neither here yeah, nor yeah. there. The point is, the point is make eye contact. Realize that everybody in the world is just trying to figure it out. You're a good-looking, very young guy. Um, you're 6'5". You need to get experience somehow. So you might as well, listen, life is long, we hope, okay? At some point, you're going to be 30, 40, 50. You have to start experiencing shit now. Who cares if something is weird and you don't know how to go down on a girl? You're going to learn. Be up for the challenge. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. I, and then, well, I certainly want to learn, you know. Yeah, this is great. I mean, I want to date you. You're fucking 22. You sound adorable. I love that you even called into this podcast. It's fantastic. You know, like, you just just know that um, just fucking be nice, look a girl in the eye, um, and just power through it. I know it's scary and your heart's probably beating faster and you're putting all this pressure on yourself. Just keep moving forward, even though the voice in your head is like, no, no, I can't. Like just, you're the dude, and girls want to feel like girls, and girls want a guy to be in love with them. Girls want a guy to come up to them and want to hold their hand and to romance. Them. Just, you know what I mean? They're 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 excited. They want you to succeed. They want you to just pay attention to them. So, so just know you're in safe arms. Okay? I can Does that make any sense? Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I appreciate the words of encouragement. Yeah, I mean, God, you sound adorable. Like, I, I want to go on a date with you. If you live in Los Angeles and I actually knew you through a friend and you weren't some strange stranger calling on the phone, I would be like, oh, my God, who's that guy? His name is Thomas? He's 22? Oh, my God. He's so cute. I want to make out. He's 6'5", because I'm 5'11". You are a tall babe, okay? Get a Facebook okay. account. Get a Facebook account. It might – It actually, it's very sexy when guys don't have a Facebook account. So I don't know. I'm kind of torn because – if you've got a Facebook account, you put a cute photo of yourself up, you gain confidence because all these girls would start hitting on you and throwing themselves at you. But also, if you meet a girl in real life 
and then you tell her you don't have a Facebook account, immediately your stock goes up because not yep. having a Facebook account is awesome. So you choose, you know. That, I think that comes off as, like, pretty cool. It's fine. It's fucking hot as fuck. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yeah. And then imagine then then if you get a great job or you, or you start earning a great living and then you're then you're like young, really tall, good looking. Do you have a big private? Um, I don't. I don't really know. I've never measured my private. Can you please measure it when it's erect and then call me back next week and let me know? Uh. Is I don't, it like I six inches? What? Is it like two yeah, inches? I think so. Is it two inches, one inch, six inches, four inches, five inches, eight I'd inches? Like five, I'd, I'd say it's like five or six inches. It's not like, you know, crazy looking or anything. I think it's. What, what are we dealing uh, girth wise? Compare it to like a Budweiser can. Uh, it's like maybe a little bit less than the tall can. I don't know what that means because I don't really drink very often, but that sounds good to me. You're doing fine. I'm excited about your life, and I just want you to keep. Like, yeah, I want you to. I want you to turn into a master expert lover and uh, a Casanova. Yeah, that's what I want too. Yeah, I think you're going to do it because you have a desire to learn, a desire to become a better person. But just don't be an asshole, okay? Just be be quiet and a stealth predator. And like, I can't explain it. I I don't even know if you understand what I'm talking about because I barely understand what I'm talking about. But just be like, I don't know. Be the guy where girls whisper and go, "Oh my God." See Thomas over there? Oh my God! He like he's like a master at going down on girls. He's he's like he's. Have you had sex with Thomas? You haven't had sex with Thomas. <gasps> he is the sweetest, most wonderful guy. He makes you so he makes you feel so good. You just want to be around him. And then he's like the best lover I've ever had in my entire life. And I don't even like the word lover. And here I am just throwing it around because uh, anyway. So that could be you, Thomas. I hope this helps. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just get out of your head. Just get out of your head and uh, into some girl. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. I hope Thomas is going to be okay. Um, shit, I have two minutes left of the show. That thought went by so fast. I can't even handle it. Um, you guys, thank you so much for calling. I'm going to be back next Wednesday, same time, same place. Um, God, I didn't get to tell you about the crazy experience I had this week, but it's better because sometimes I have to keep my own personal life and my sexual experiences and my rendezvous and my makeout sessions, I have to keep them to myself because sometimes I wonder if maybe men that I make out with, they might listen to this radio show podcast and uh, so I've got to keep my stuff to myself because at least when I write my stories on my website, it's not they're not time stamped and I can write them as if they happened a long time ago and not last week or this week. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm starving. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by boycrazy.com. Tune in next Monday, same time. Oh, sorry, not Monday. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy, and you can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And uh, I have to say that I have the best I have the best intern in the entire world. Her name is Izzy. And Izzy, if you're listening, and if you're not, I don't blame you, I have to tell you I love you so much, and you're so amazing and smart, and there's so much to be said for being a capable young person who can get the job done. Anyway, bye, guys. I love you.
What's up, baby? Yell everything this time. You know what I'm talking about? Yellow rims. Yellow big booty. Yellow bones. Yellow rounds. Yellow MPs. Yellow watch. Yellow charm rings. Chain. Yellow living room set. Lemonade green shoes for my girl. LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.